Welcome to the Chair Yoga Podcast with me, Maria Jones. Knowledge and inspiration for teaching and practicing chair-based yoga. Hello everyone. This week we are interviewing Elaine Oyoung, who is a certified International Association Yoga Therapy Therapist and an experienced yoga teacher with more than 10 years of experience. Her approach to teaching yoga is that of a non-strenuous and easeful effort, believing more in the undoing of tension patterns rather than doing poses to ease physical and mental challenges for her students. Her personal yoga journey over the last 16 years have helped her resolve mental and physical stress from being a type A, people-pleasing, overly ambitious, perfectionist, sounds like me. (laughs) She enjoys working with women who experience and struggle with this stress and their identity using yoga therapy as means to cultivate self-compassion and self-nurture. We speak to Elaine today about yoga for pain management. I was scrolling through Instagram, scrolling through the tags and Elaine appeared repeatedly in the feed of yoga for pain and fibromyalgia. So I can see Elaine has come on. I'm going to invite her over on the live. She can come and tell us more about herself on this version of the Chair Yoga Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever everyone's watching. Yeah, exactly. Uh, It's nice that you made the time to come on to the podcast. It's a real pleasure to have you here. Thank you for being a guest. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely my pleasure and happy to share about chair yoga and how it can help with chronic pain. It's just a pleasure that this has worked out and you can tell us about the relevant uh, application of chair yoga for pain management. I'm really excited to meet Elaine. So tell us a little bit more about you. Tell us what brought you into the space of being a yoga therapist and teaching yoga. Yeah, so I started teaching yoga about 11 years ago and I was not teaching yoga therapy. I was actually teaching mostly vinyasa, um, power yoga, so the, you know, completely opposite, basically. And there were a few moments, even back then, I wanted to do more because there was something lacking that I wasn't bringing. And I got this opportunity in a clinic where they work with chronic pain patients, and they have art therapy, meditation, yoga therapy, a very comprehensive program for chronic pain patients and I was brought in to teach a yoga class there. I had no idea about chair yoga, about chronic pain and that was when I really started learning and seeing how yoga can help people with chronic pain and I had to talk to them, learn from these patients and also of course doing my own research. Okay, how can we make these yoga poses accessible for them? So a lot of times we were, I would say 90% of the time, I taught them in chairs because that's where most of them are comfortable. So from there I decided I needed further training and that's when I found yoga therapy and 
a few years later, I graduated and decided I wanted to focus on people with chronic pain and mostly on a one-on-one basis where they can get the most amount of support and assistance as possible because every person with these experiences have different symptoms and you can't just throw them all in the mix and say okay let's do this to get today because everyone's just going to have different response and depending on how they're feeling in their bodies that day and then with chronic pain it's just so unpredictable so the one-on-one approach and building that relationship is very powerful it sounds similar because i was invited to teach people with ms and they couldn't of course get to the floor and we were teaching chair yoga and their challenges became my challenges which is where i started my yoga therapy journey and i'm still learning it is a wonderful experience but their challenges guided my training and it sounds like the people, the group of people in that center guided your training as well. And yoga therapy teaches us how to do all these things. So when working with people with pain, what approaches have you found over the years to be helpful? Yeah, I think the most common challenge for people with chronic pain definitely is like I was, I touched upon every day, every minute, your body or symptoms can be so unpredictable. And what I always advise is just start wherever you are, whether you are on the floor at that time, whether you are sitting in the bathroom, whether you are in the bathtub, whether you're on your bed or couch, wherever you are, a chair, obviously. Even if for those who may need wheelchairs, anywhere you can start doing yoga there because people have this image and it's nobody's fault. It really is how it's become mainstream now. They have this image of big, beautiful poses with stunning backdrop and everything is just like a perfect image. And that creates a lot of pressure or the wrong idea what yoga is. And like you touched upon, yoga is multi-layered so meaning we don't really have to just start with movement although it's very helpful but we can start with the breath the breath i find is incredibly helpful for people in chronic pain especially if they are in the midst of a flare and in fact a lot of times half at least half of our sessions and half the classes are focusing on either breath or working on calming down the nervous system, helping the nervous system so that it's not constantly feel feeling threatened and that's when the pain can get really get aggravated. So definitely start easy, start where you are so that it's very frictionless, it's super accessible and start very small, even if it's just two or three minutes of a little piece of breathing or a little bit of movement in the spine, just two or three minutes and starting wherever you are that you find yourself in, that's always the best place to start. <laughs> yes, so breath indeed, because it also facilitates movement. Like the more we learn to breathe and the deeper we breathe, we can facilitate movement as well. 
And then that may turn into a little bit of a cat and cow, a little bit of a side bend, who knows? At the end of the five minutes, you could actually be moving a little bit freer, a little bit better. Wonderful tips uh, there. Tell me some tips that the yoga teachers in our audience can use in their classes when teaching people who suffer from chronic pain. I would say definitely build a trusting relationship with them because whether they come into a yoga class or whether they seek you out one-on-one, -on -one, they're coming in for a reason or wants to be listened to because a lot of their experiences is that it's so complex that not a lot of people understand whether family, friends, or their doctors, they feel like just push through, push through the pain and it's, it doesn't work that way. And so if you can really provide them a safe space where they feel safe enough to share their experiences from you and keeping for yourself as a teacher, keeping an open mind to learn from them, that will build a very trusting rapport between the teacher and the student. And that's when actually the healing can begin because when, when the student puts trust in you as a teacher, you're able to provide what they need to help them heal, help them grow and help them. And by healing, I don't mean healing chronic pain, but maybe healing their other stresses and trauma with themselves or with their environment. Because with living with chronic pain, really, it's almost like your world just suddenly turned upside down. You have to find new ways of living and new meaning in your life. So as a teacher, when you do have a student that walks in and have chronic pain and just giving them that safe space at the beginning of my systemic lupus diagnosis journey before it was treated i suffered with a lot of related pain so i have been transported slightly into that space where nobody believed me and those negative attitudes should really be changed and i think that when teaching yoga we should cultivate in our practice it's an attitude that removes the barriers between ourselves and our students, work towards developing trusting relationships, as you said. It is the most important aspect, how you show up to deliver classes. It is really important and that should be cultivated outside the classroom in our own practice. It shouldn't be about how many poses we can achieve, but it's about cultivating that attitude that can build trust and welcome people of all sizes, ages, abilities into the classroom. And so how has yoga, how has chair yoga been beneficial when teaching to people with chronic pain? What is the role of the chair yoga in the teaching and the practices that you offer? Yeah, I love that question because this funny thing in yoga classes where people don't want to use props. So they think the more advanced you are, the less props you should need. But I always say if you use props, you're actually getting more advanced in the way that you are able to reach certain areas of your body that you otherwise may not be able to. And the beautiful thing with chair is, of course, is that A, it's a place where most people feel safe in. For most people, it's accessible. The floor might not always be accessible for a lot of people, but the chair for the most part, 
the sitting position on a chair is something for most people. It is accessible and feels relatively comfortable. So that's one important part. And going back to what I said at the towards the beginning is that just start wherever you feel most comfortable. You don't have to pull out your yoga mat. You don't have to get to the floor. Just start. You can lean into the supports of the chair, and you can still actually get benefits in the chair. Build, strengthen your legs, and also use the chair to help with balancing practices, balancing poses. So there's there's so many layers you can use with the chair, from breathing practice to standing practice practices. That's why, really, the chair is so versatile and very very accessible for those with. Chronic pain. Yeah, entirely. I mean, even getting down to the floor can be a challenge. Not because they can't get to the floor; it's because they're scared of how they're going to get back up. And yeah. it can be embarrassing. But bringing the yoga to them is a very good tip. Even those without chronic pain, like、mm-hmm. you have five minutes, you can do something in your chair. It's just right there that we spend so much time in the chair. So why not just do two minutes of cat cow or some sort of breathing? It's just right、yeah. there. <laughs> exactly, it's fantastic, and as you said, accessible and there for everybody to do. Even if the only you do is sitting up tall and facilitating movement in that position, expanding our chest and creating comfort in our body by simply not compressing our spine, and that can easily happen on the chair. It makes perfect sense. It's here. It's where we are. Where people with chronic pain are as well. It has been really wonderful to speak to you about the approaches and the things that we can offer for people living with chronic. Pain. So, thank you for joining us. What is your takeaway from today's chat? I'm just glad that I'm seeing more yoga teachers and yoga therapists working with people with chronic pain because it's so needed, and yet not a lot of people are acknowledging it or understanding it. So, I am just happy to share this. Online space with you today, and hear your experiences and your stories as well. Because I'm, I'm constantly learning. Everyone's chronic pain journey is very different, and I learn most from my clients in terms of like how I teach. So, just continuing for me to hear pe- other people's story, it's always a highlight for me.